0: Hello and welcome to today's episode of Taekwondo Life Magazine Live. My name is Mark Sirianis. I'm your host. I'm a third Don Black Belt and I am the editor-in-chief of Taekwondo Life Magazine. Taekwondo Life Magazine is a member of the Believe Network. Do you believe? Uh, last week's show, I had to cancel because I had no voice. You can hear my voice a little weak now. I think uh, just traveling and refereeing, uh, I like it the better of me. I, I didn't use my deep voice. I'm using my throat, so I do apologize. I am just back from the Peace and Harmony Tournament 2022, a great success, hosted by Kwan's Martial Arts in Poughkeepsie, New York and those guys did a terrific job raising money for ukrainian relief so i want to shout out to them great job the delay in the show today's show is about the new wt sparring rules uh, a quick overview the delay in the show gave me the opportunity to view some of the matches over in the grand prix west over in reno and see the implementation of those and see some of the ways that those are playing out and i can report a little bit better on them Now that i have had the opportunity to uh, see them in action Uh, for those who don't know we talked a little bit the wt has implemented a new set of rules for sparring trying to make some changes we're going to talk here we're not going to do a deep dive this isn't a seminar on rule changes it's a discussion and an overview of the purpose of the rules what some of those rules are and how they've played out like anytime there is a rule change Um, There are some adjustments since the rule book came out uh, about 30 to 35 days ago, 40 days ago. There's already been some changes, and we'll talk about that as well. Today's show is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online are our partners in online sports betting. They are providing all your betting and sports needs. For the latest information, sports developments, including odds on NBA, NHL, major league fights, and even the next. NFL futures, head over to Bet Online. Bet Online is your continued uh, source for all your sports wait, wagering needs. And they now have, we've talked about this live betting for your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's easy to get started. So head over to betonline.ag today from your mobile device or your computer and get started. Type believe, B L E A V. That's our network, B L E A V and get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where your gaming starts. So as I mentioned, there are new rules that are in effect. Uh, All tournaments that have started this month, should sanctioned tournaments, should have this. Now they've been testing these these rules in Puerto Rico, in Belgium, in the Dominican Republic, in these WT events. Uh, So they've had the chance to see them. In the U.S., the first major event was the Grand Prix West in Reno, as I said. Now, one of the major changes – now, the point of the changes is to make the game more dynamic, to make the game less focused on what they call foot fencing, um, to keep matches – in the last Olympics, they say that more than half of the matches went to golden point. They're looking to make the matches shorter and Therefore, each round has more meaning and is more engaging. So one of the major changes, and this is one that I think you won't see any modification of, is instead of being three rounds um, where there's a winner or you go to golden point, it's best of two, best of three rounds now. So essentially, the winner of two out of three with no overtime rules. So there's no golden point. It must be decided within three rounds. In that Player one, let's say Chung wins round one. We go to round two, and everything resets. We'll talk about the point gap, the gum drinks, but everything resets. It's 0-0 zero, zero now for round two. Chung wins again. Game over. Chung is the winner. Game round one, Chung wins. Round two, Hung wins. We now go to that final round, round three, where there must be a winner, and the winner of that round will determine the winner of the fight. So that's very, very exciting. Um, One of the things we'll talk about is that my belief is that this new way of doing things puts a premium on good coaching because Hung loses round one, but everything resets. Hung has a brand new chance to go into round two and fight, and coaching can really change the dynamics of that fight and what that fighter does. Now, there are rules in the event of a tie there can be no tie ultimately, but in the event that the score is a tie, there will be rules that uh, you would go to. And this is one of the things that did change uh, a month ago. It said, if there was a tie, you decide the match. Now there can't even be a tie in the round. So in a round round one, if there's a tie, you see who got the more points from turning kicks, then a higher point value techniques. In other words, uh, Somebody has a points that were amassed through a turning kicks and somebody had it all through punches, turning kicks would win. Um, then you're going to go to missed hits on the system. We know that the system records, the data system records KPNB hits. Some of them don't record as points because they're too light, but we'll now be looking at those and then go to superiority. That's a little detailed. I don't want to get into that here. The point being there must be a clear winner and it's two out of three. I said it resets each round. There is a now a 12 point gap per round. So there used to be a 20 point gap per, per fight after the first round or after the second round. Now every round is a 12 point gap. If you get to that 12 point gap, the, the round is over, it resets, it goes to zero for the next round. Five gumjungs, gumjungs now become extremely essential. So in the event that there are five gumjungs in a round, the person receiving those gumjung points, loses the round, not the match. Remember the old rules it's 10 gumjungs per match the player loses. Now it's five per round. you get five in a round. you lose the round, the round resets, you go back to zero. okay? a little bit more exciting. A month ago it was four gumjungs. now it's five. I assume it will stay as five because two round they're figuring two rounds, ten gumjungs. I think it's about the same. So those things are very very big changes. Um, I think that there's going to be some changes that really make the fights more dynamic from what I've seen. Passivity is now uh, much more highly scrutinized. No more five second, five second rules, 10 seconds of not fighting before a gamjong. Now it's three seconds warning and then three seconds. So within six seconds, if fighters aren't fighting, there's going to be a gamjong. Nobody wants to get the gamjong. Remember, five gamjongs and you lose the round. So fighters cannot fight. The idea is, same thing with clinching. When they're clinching now, referees not going to stop the fight, separate, and let them fight. You're going to potentially give them a gamjung for passivity. So what's the point? you're encouraging those fighters to fight out of the clinch, okay? And there's a lot of technicalities as to what includes a clinch and what includes holding and what includes grabbing. But understand the point. We're talking today about the, points of, the point of the rules is that you're forcing fighters to fight out of the clinch, which is certainly more exciting. The other thing that they're really trying to avoid is this foot fencing. So, therefore, we know that in the past you might do a cut kick followed by a hook kick, maybe followed by a, 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 a an akhbal, followed by a peach and you might be able to score or you might do a cut, followed by a roundhouse kick to the head, followed by a cut. Now you can only do two kicks in the air without dropping your foot. You do more than that, you lose the points for the additional kicks and you get a gum So it's forcing players to not just stand there, keep their foot in the air and just get points Uh, based on swinging their foot, they're required to drop their foot. So that in and of itself causes the fighting to be more dynamic, but also stronger, right? We're not just looking to just touch and tap, which has been some of the complaints of some old school Taekwondo practitioners. Additionally, to encourage, and I'm not sure this is actually going to work, but to encourage more turning kicks, right? Turning kicks is the dynamic heart of Taekwondo sparring we all know that if you get a if you fall to the ground it's a gumjung if you engage in a turning kick and you score and fall to the ground you don't get the gumjung so we're encouraging people to take more chances on the turning kick i don't necessarily think that's going to work because no one does a turning kick with the belief that they're going to fall, they all believe they're not going to fall. So I don't think it's going to encourage people to do more turning kicks, my personal opinion, but I think we will see what happens. Uh, The complete enforcement of no animal kicks. So one of the things that they're really, really focusing on is come in close, clinch, grab the body, grab the foot and kick to the back of the head because the PSS will record that hit. Fighters were doing that. Now, any of those things are a gamjang. Grabbing, so there's no types of monkey kicks to the body, no type of animal kicks to the head. We are completely trying to force people to engage in real hits and real combat where their bodies are separated. Again, trying to encourage the fight. This is not new, but really emphasizing that three steps backwards on the third step, if you're not engaging in some sort of a kick, will be a gamjang. Pushing, a little bit of a change here. We always know pushing out of bounds is a gamjung. We know if somebody's attempting to throw a kick and we 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 frustrate their efforts to kick by pushing, that's a gamjang But now anything other than uh, a fast burst of, of of a push, okay, which you would know if if you saw it is going to be a uh, gamjung. So basically, if you're pushing and is essentially Holding on basically for dear life, equivalent really to grabbing, there's going to be a pushing gamjang again. What's the idea to try to separate the opponents, have them square off, and have them actually commit to combat sparring? Other than that, you have uh, new rules that allow for, under the old rules, if you remember, under IVR, the coaches. Could not um, contest head kicks. They either scored with the PSS or they didn't. They they could assess the technical points if they felt that a, a technical point was missed. However, you could not question a hit to the kick to the head with your um, with your challenge card. Now you can. So if there's some belief that the kick was to the face, this is really what it's for. In the event that the sensor doesn't record to the head because maybe the kick is to the face, which is legal, the previously coaches couldn't contest that because it would either be it recorded on the PSS or it didn't. Now they have the ability to do that. So these are some of the major changes. Um, I watched them in effect for the, for the weekend. Uh, I think that they're very good. You're going to see the biggest change is going to be the two rounds out of three. The other is that if you watch a lot over the past year, to two years of Taekwondo matches, you see where the clinching occurs to keep things moving. A lot of times, I know for myself as a referee, you call, you get in between, you separate, you let them start. And to some degree, it causes a lot of resetting, right? A lot of resetting. People maybe do it for the purposes of getting strength, uh, recovering, uh, catching their breath. But now you're going to have no choice. Your passivity is going to be punished. If you're going to get a gumjung, You're potentially going to lose the round. And there's going to be an encouragement that people fight out of these clinches. So the idea is that we should see more combat. And again, the matches are going to be shorter. I suspect you're going to see a lot of two-round matches. Um, even the ones that you see, three-round matches, extremely exciting. So no more golden point rules. These rules will be in effect for all age groups and all age brackets. Um, they'll be in effect essentially for for everyone fighting at sanctioned events on the WT level or USAT sanctioned events. Um, look out for this. You will see now in the Grand Prix Central, the Grand Prix East, and for nationals by nationals, they'll, fought, fighters should have some level of um, expertise on this or, or at least some practice. One of the reasons why you haven't seen it too much in these events is because even the software companies for data and kpnp are not fully updated yet in fact in the grand prix west much of this stuff was done manually because all of these software updates have not been been done your other rules are still in effect your punching rules your kamjong rules falling stepping out of bounds punch to the head none of that has changed so sparring is sparring but these rules these nuances and again what do i predict I predict that it will be more exciting. I predict it will be more dynamic. And I predict that you're going to see a tremendous rise to the top of the greatest coaches in the country and in the world. Because coaching and the ability to shift dynamics in terms of how to coach this new game, this adjustment to the game, you will see some really exciting stuff. So I'd love to hear your thoughts if you've had an opportunity to witness the new rules in play I'd love to hear your thoughts on what you saw, what you think is going to happen, and what you expect these changes to be. My name is Mark Siriannis. I look forward to seeing you on the mat. This episode is presented by Bet Bet BetOnline, where your sports betting begins. I look forward to seeing you soon.